0: Good. Good time of the day, and welcome to another episode of And When I Say, I Mean. I'm your co-host, Austin.
1: And I am your other co-host, Adrian.
0: So, uh, Adrian, I know some things you did this week. Care to that's true. enlighten me on other things, or things I already know?
1: Well, I feel like to some extent we should talk about the things that you already know. but um, that's,
0: that's probably true.
1: Um, I'll see if I can sprinkle in a a few other things that you don't know. Okay. Um, well, what did I do Tuesday? Oh, Tuesday, I played some, well, I played a little bit of a scary board game called, what's it called? Um... Uh, wow, a betrayal on the house on the hill or something like that. Then I had to leave and I had to go to a meeting, which is how, less spooky. Uh,
0: yeah, how, how is a board game scary?
1: Basically in the board game you're exploring this haunted house and then um, something happens, you like trigger a certain thing in the game and then the haunt happens, which at that point of the game, then one of the characters becomes the Oh, the traitor. Actually, sometimes it doesn't happen, but usually what happens is one player becomes a traitor, and then yeah. this new story is told, and then from there on, the the game has kind of changed from a cooperative game to a much more.
0: I'm sorry. Did you say the Snoop Tory is told? A new story is told. Okay, that makes more sense.
1: I'm not really no. I'm not really sure what a Snoop Tory is. I don't. I was um, imagining
0: something to do with Snoop Dogg.
1: No. Um, well, no, that, sounds that didn't happen.
0: Spooky.
1: Yeah, and then um yeah, and then I had a meeting that evening. That sounds spooky too. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. Um, and then yesterday, which was Halloween, I did a lot of spooky yes. things. Um I didn't do many really any spooky things. I went to Goodwill and Ooh. I picked up two movies. I picked up The Prestige and oh, nice. Casablanca. That was
0: kind of spooky. Casablanca um, sounds spooky, but it's not.
1: Right, right. I actually haven't seen it, so I picked it up. My my uh, friend Dave who is old. Um, oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met him.
1: Yeah. He said that we should watch old movies together, starting with Casablanca, and I was like we you should. And Dave. Yeah. And then I was okay. like, well, we should like get old people from the church as well as young people from the church or just young people in general and watch old movies together and then talk to old people afterwards. That sounds like a really fun time to me. I don't know if other people would think that it would be fun. I don't fun, think but... other
0: people would think it's fun. I'll be honest.
1: Right. Okay. Well, it sounds amazing to me, but um, so maybe it'll just be me and Dave. Um, and then after that, I went home and I cleaned my house. Actually, first I watched an episode of Twin Peaks, and then I cleaned my house, because there were people coming over today, and then I watched more Twin Peaks while I did Laundry. Nice. Um, do you have anything else Anything else that happened to you that I don't know about this oh, past sure. week?
0: Lots of, many, many things happened. Uh, maybe not, though, and I was going to use the thing that I'm thinking of as a segue, so... Whoa, okay, uh, so I'll talk oh, about the I things. Did, no, I did just go to a pizza party at, at Pizza Hut, for someone's birthday. I didn't expect D.S. that. Still? I, uh, I guess. Um, I can't believe Pizza Hut's still in business. No, you? it is in business. Yeah, there's one down the street. Hmm. Mom and Dad, when they came here, were blown away by how fancy the Pizza Huts here are. The, the, okay, there is one legitimately fancy-looking Pizza Hut in Canton. <laughs> But the Pizza Hut in Potsdam is nothing to write home about.
1: Honestly, I have one memory about a Pizza Hut. The rest of my memories are all from, like, when I was about 10 at the Pizza Hut in E-Town.
0: Yep, absolutely. Other
1: other than that, I don't know anything about Pizza Hut. And that one time in college I went to Pizza,
0: <laughs> pizza <laughs> Hut. <laughs> pizza Hut or pizza just in general?
1: <laughs> pizza Hut. Okay. I have other experiences with pizza. Okay, good. Um, um But anyways... And-
0: Sorry, oh, well, I wanted to share what I did on Halloween. Uh, oh, yeah. Someone at this pizza party, he asked me what I was for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was... He, I learned he was eight during this conversation. Uh, and was eight Batman. Years old. Eight years old, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, so I told him I was boring for Halloween. I was here in my apartment and playing a game about farming uh, before my computer died. And I was here worried... That kids would come and what they would knock on the door, and I would have no candy to give them, so I would just sit here, knowing I was letting these kids down and uh, ignoring them. but mm-hmm. that didn't happen so
1: another another thing I did, which I will say we didn't really talk about at the beginning of this episode, but this is officially like officially unofficially our like one year anniversary of this podcast.
0: Happy birthday podcast.
1: Woo-hoo! Um, I remember that because of Reformation Day. And another thing that I did on Halloween slash Reformation Day was I watched the crash course about Reformation Day that John Green does. Oh. We get a shout out in it.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. No, I talked about this. I'm sure I talked about this. I was so excited. In the very first episode. I was so excited when. Wait. I don't. Maybe. He said any Mennonites watching this. Shout uh-huh. out to you. And I was like, yes, John Green. Let's go. Victory for Upfish.
1: Yeah. So I did that yesterday as well. But apart from all of those fun Halloween festivities that we didn't take part in.
0: Yep. I, so me? I told him my Halloween costume, what it would have been if I was having a Halloween costume. It would have been Daredevil.
1: Relative. Okay. Season one. Obviously. Um. So, this weekend, we were... Austin and I were supposed to go backpacking. Yeah. Um, But apparently there was like a nor'easter that happened. Which Which I never really looked up what a nor'easter means. means. Usually it means you're about to get a bunch of snow dumped on you on the weekend. For some reason, nor'easters only come in the weekends. I don't really know.
0: They're thoughtful that way.
1: Yeah. Um, But in this case, it just meant you're going to get a bunch of rain. So... We decided to not go backpacking. It was a painful decision because it was. Because it as been, much it as it would have been a painful time. It I'll would've be been honest. miserable. It would've been miserable. We definitely made the right decision. Because yeah. I was thinking afterwards, like well, actually I was thinking this before, but um I I the the point of backpacking is is for us to spend time together, but it also is to just enjoy backpacking. Um mm-hmm. So we missed the backpacking part. But instead, we just got to hang out. I went up to Austin's place in Potsdam. Um For the
0: first time, I learned.
1: Yeah. So you've never which, seen
0: Jonathan's house?
1: No, dude. I, really? Austin apparently had thought that I had been to Potsdam I thought before. You were he, I thought
0: you were here when Zach and Dad were here with me.
1: No, I didn't even know Zach has ever been.
0: Oh, yeah, Zach's been here.
1: No. Yeah, so I had never been, and he was on all day Saturday working under the assumption that I had been in Potsdam before. Um,
0: wow, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why I was like, we need to go to Between the Buns, we need to do all these things. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: we still didn't need to go to the Between the Buns.
1: I'm so glad that I experienced it. It was, it was different than I was expecting, to be honest.
0: The book sale was still my favorite part.
1: Yes, folks. If you have been listening, by the way, I just said books. <laughs> don't know about the book sale at this point. Right.
0: Listen to any recommendation I have ever given.
1: Right. So I'm sure there are people, maybe not, but there are people out there who are excited about this famous Potsdam Bookstore. <laughs> I was very excited. I was like, I'm gonna be there on a Saturday. I sure hope we can still go to the bookstore. We get, I get mm-hmm. there at approximately 11:30. The bookstore closes at one. We have time to go to the bookstore, guys. Victory, victory. I will say, in my mind, it was like a really old bookstore, as yep. opposed to the basement, basement of a, a church. <laughs> um, so that was that was that was not quite matched my hopes and dreams, but it still was a great book sale, and they have a lot of stuff. Let me they tell have
0: you, a lot
1: of books. I didn't buy anything but you probably could if you yeah. went
0: just like based on the number of books i have in my apartment right now that's true they have a Austin lot of did
1: show me all of, his, all of his books in his apartment yeah
0: um
1: but anyways we should i should probably hurry up and telling all the things that we did um we went to some thrift stores we just went to some so. coffee shops
0: we went to two of them
1: we did we drank lots of coffee let me tell you if you <laughs> If you think that you drink a lot of coffee, you should spend a weekend with Austin, because... In
0: my offense, I usually don't drink that much coffee.
1: It was almost to the point where <laughs> I almost texted him on Monday, and I was like, Austin, I'm concerned that you're dehydrated all the time and don't drink enough I'm water, and you drink I'm too much coffee. i that, too. Okay, well, I think you drink too much coffee, and you need to drink more water. I, so I just I, would recommend getting a water bottle.
0: No, I need to bring... So... I used to have a travel mug in my office and would drink water out of it, mm. but it's in my car still now. Uh, so, I just, well, I just need to bring it from my car into school tomorrow. Yeah,
1: you can you can do that. Yep. Um, we had we had a great time. We listened to. Quincy Jones and Brahms playing some harpsichord music. It was
0: actually Bach, but...
1: Oh, sorry, Bach. While we tasted three different types of coffee.
0: Records we bought at the, at the thrift store that day. That's right,
1: that's right. We tasted all three different types of coffee and decided which was the best, and then we went and bought that coffee. Guess what that I have found out? What? You already know this because I sent a Snapchat this morning, <laughs> but there is an Aldi coming to Dover... And I am so excited because Victory. we literally went to Aldi because there's no Aldi in New Hampshire except for like in Nashville, which is where everything is. I need to go to yeah, Nashville because apparently it's the promised
0: land.
1: Apparently it's the greatest place on earth. Let me rephrase that. It's like it's if you place want to in
0: central New Hampshire.
1: If you need to like get Chick-fil-A and Aldi. <laughs> Um, but anyways we went to Aldi for the express purpose of just buying this coffee so that I could have this coffee because it was that good I had some this morning for the first time actually second time and then let's see what else do we do we went for a hike we went for another walk on Sunday too yep Um, and then we watched Twin Peaks we watched the first like four episodes of Twin Peaks yep but
0: anyways after Adrian left Sunday uh, I went to dinner with uh my friend mark and my priest father christopher his name is father brown by the way so if you're a fan of the book series or the now BBC series father brown i know a father brown so nice his name is also chris brown oh yeah which i didn't think of at all until you said <laughs> like i had it never crossed my mind that his name was chris brown <laughs>
1: I mean, that's fair. He's probably, like, the exact opposite of Chris yeah, Brown.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, we were at a... We went to Thai Cuisine.
1: Nice! Uh, the Thai food or whatever Thai it is? The Thai
0: place that is called Thai Cuisine. Yeah. Um, And I had Thai food for, I think, the first time in my life. Though it was orange chicken, which I've had at Panda Express, which is a Chinese think... chain restaurant,
1: so... I don't think orange chicken is Thai, but I could be wrong.
0: I thought about eating Pad Thai just because it was stereotypical. Yeah. But I was like, orange chicken is good. So, I guess mm. I'll, I'll need to go back to Thai cuisine. But I'm
1: sure you'll have opportunities.
0: In talking about the events of the week, um, Christopher said it reminded him a lot of the 60s. And hmm. I thought, that seems not great because... As as I remember the 60s through my cultural consciousness, the 60s weren't like a super great time for peace and mm-hmm. not fighting in the streets. Uh, so this was in reference to the uh, attempted bombings and shooting of last week. So in planning for this episode, I thought... I feel like we should talk about this, but it also just feels like exhausting to talk about. I don't know if you mm. feel that way too, but mm-hmm. uh it it just there there's so much weight and just and everything feels now it feels like inevitable mm-hmm. and I'm not really a fan of that so uh I don't really know where I'm going with this. Like what what do we do now? Um, do you
1: wanna talk about what has happened in case people are not familiar?
0: Sure. Uh, do you want to or do I want to?
1: Um, I can try to explain it okay. because you I'll explained add, it to I'll add comments. Basically you explained it to me this past weekend, yep. so I'll explain it to everybody else. Um, so within the past week when were mm-hmm. when were the bombs?
0: It was like Tuesday and Wednesday.
1: Okay, so sometime last week, um, there were packages that had pipe bombs in them sent to, um, they had top Democratic leaders or previous leaders.
0: Obama, the Clintons, Eric Holder, Joe Biden. Biden. Uh, CNN, who is not a Democratic leader, but.
1: But, um, so they were sent to these, um, they, none of them went off. Um, right. they were caught before they, well, they were caught before they got to any of the presidents or previous presidents, but, um, they, it did actually get into CNN's building, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a, so that's pretty second terrifying. That was
0: intercepted on the way to Atlanta.
1: Right. Um, and then did, they did find the guy who was behind those?
0: Yep. And, uh, he <coughs> was arrested in Florida. Think on Thursday.
1: And then, um, anything else you want to mention about that right now before we go on the next story?
0: Um, he so he was arrested, and his van was confiscated. His van was covered, just like wall to wall, with uh, like pro-Trump bumper stickers and like anti-Democratic stickers. Like he had pictures of like. Clinton in crosshairs on his van. Uh, and he has been to, like, there's video of him at numerous Trump rallies, so um, it seems pretty clear that he was a, a fan of Trump's.
1: Mm-hmm, hmm And then on Saturday, was it Friday or Saturday? Saturday. It was Saturday. It must have been Saturday. Um, Saturday, there was... A shooting in a Jewish synagogue in Pittsburgh, which I'm not really sure what the um, casualty 11 numbers were, getting... were, and then even more injured, I think, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that man was captured, and mm-hmm. I saw today that he was pleading not guilty to um, charge of like racial crimes or something?
0: I did not see that.
1: I think that's what I saw. Um, which I thought was rather shocking. Um, but anything else about that story?
0: Um, so to, I, I think, add to the context of later conversations, he is, is described as a not-a-Trump fan, uh, but because he thinks Trump is too weak on the globalists, air quotes. Um, and what does that mean? Th- these are just statements that he's made.
1: Well, uh, no, what do you mean by globalist?
0: So I've learned that uh, apparently globalist is a, a way to wink at saying Jews who run the world, um, hmm. according to some people. Uh, I don't know if, if that's really true um but some people think it is um and i like seems pretty clear that that's what this person intended it to be um so he he didn't think Trump was nationalist enough and was was too in the pocket of jewish people who control the world um so add some context to right later discussions. so it was it was a yeah so as i learned that was the the largest attack on um jews in american history which like sadly surprised me mm-hmm. and um it was one of the larger scale political assassination attempts um though earlier this year people have also sent like republican senators Ryson in, in the mail so things seem bad mm-hmm. so what do we do
1: yeah Any um thoughts? yeah i th- uh, i don't really know where to go i sure. i think
0: so should should I, we blame I, should we blame people other than the people who committed the actions
1: that's a different thought. I, I will say something before I answer that okay. question. Okay,
0: I, I you seemed floundering, well, so I was trying to direct.
1: No, that's okay. I was trying to just put my thought together, I guess, more of. Just in, in general. I think my thought in general is... Um, just think a little bit. Um, and, and I don't know, I don't want to accuse people of not thinking... And I don't want to accuse people who do think as, like, these people who would do these crimes. Um, but I think that, like, we sometimes do get caught up in a lot of things that um, that do matter. I think mm-hmm. politics does matter to some extent. But I think that we, we take those too far. Um, we, we hold on to those things too tightly and we we attach ourselves to these things Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that all of those things aren't good I think that I, I think that politics and government is good I think that we should be caring about what happens in it but I think that when those things become when we attach ourselves to them them and the success of politics becomes our successes and when we care about those things and, and ideas more than people, um, that's when it gets. That's when we need to be wary. So I th- I think what we should do is is think more about people first. Think more about what why are we, why do we think these things politically? Why do we agree with these things politically? Oh um, yeah, and and what are the motivations behind? Those things, those those political statements, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think m- more thinking about other people um, is is kind of key. Um, so, to answer, I'm I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Jack, onto your this statement. One of the the more interesting things that I've, well, I don't know if it's one of the more interesting things that I read, but an interesting thing that I read this year was that. Uh, people who are religiously unaffiliated are now more politically activated than people who hmm. are religiously affiliated, which has long-standing not been true.
1: So, Probably because they've been more religiously affiliated. What? It, never mind. I think I may have just said what you just said, but just keep going.
0: In, so in the past, the religiously unaffiliated were also not politically engaged. So, uh, as Robert Putnam would say, they would have low social capital. Right. Uh, but now that has switched to the point where those who are not politi- or religiously affiliated are more politically active than their religiously affiliated peers. Uh, so I think that that's kind of and people say it it reflects what you're saying where uh, political identity replaces a lot mm-hmm. of your religious um, cultural personal identity. Uh, politics is now playing that role in many people's lives which I I think elevates it to a greater position than it's warranted. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, to agree with you, politics is important but I don't think it's the be-all and
1: end-all. Hmm, That's a really interesting thought, and maybe not where we're going, but maybe where we could. Has politics come become America's new religion?
0: Um, I don't know. Um, and it, it's it's weird because there's been the civic religion of America for a long time. Mhm. Um, which is kind of the it's it's not a official thing, but it's the the deisticish kind of um, attributing things to God like in God we trust mm-hmm. uh, God bless America kind of affirming God's acting on just a vaguely stated as possible God working on behalf of America and remembering our cultural heroes I think what's interesting is the practice of civil religion I think has declined Significantly, uh, mm-hmm. in the last two presidencies, whereas the politics as religious fervor has increased, uh, especially, I think, significantly in the last three years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's more what I mean. Is 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 like, have have we? Well, I'm gonna say we when i say we it means americans have we now replaced our desire for religion with our desire for politics and we see that that things can change because of politics we we don't really it, it's no longer right in god we trust it's more like in this government we trust where these are gonna push forward our our the things that we're trying to do and that's the way that we need to do things i don't,
0: I don't know I- Maybe I think it's a lot of the same you you want a lot of the same things from the government as you would want from God, namely mm-hmm. justice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think there's a, an understandable um, like if you if you truly think that the government can supplied justice it doesn't not make sense to right. pursue it uh fervently. But I, I I don't know. Uh I think yeah, I think it has for a vocal minority. But for the for I mean, for the majority of Americans I, I think no it hasn't, but it is it's increasingly becoming a very important aspect of people's lives, and it's bifurcating people more than it has in the past.
1: Mhm. Mhm. That's fair.
0: So, other question. Yep. Should we blame other people for things that happen? other than the people who did them?
1: Um, I think that's a situational question. Or, it's situational. Maybe.
0: Okay, should we blame Trump for the pipe bombings?
1: Um, I don't... I don't think that you can blame Trump in the sense that you should arrest him. Maybe some people would say that, but I don't think that you can. Um, but I think you can blame him for essentially fueling the, uh, the, the, what's the word I'm looking for, the animosities Mm -hmm. between political parties to the extent that some people would take drastic measures as we have seen this past week.
0: Yeah, Have, did you see the, the ad Trump released on Twitter today? No. So it's, it's like the most provocative ad I've seen since that one of a little girl being blown up by a nuke. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: No, I don't even know what that is referring okay.
0: to. Okay, I'm pretty confident there was an ad produced by LBJ, though that seems wrong now that I'm saying it, where it's this girl playing in a field of flowers... And then just a nuke goes off. And then it's like, whoever the opponent is, we'll let this happen or something. Wow. Uh, So, it was, like, I think it was the most, I don't know. I haven't watched all political ads, but this seemed like the most provocative one I've seen since then. Mm-hmm. So, uh... It, again, focuses on the caravan. Um, So it's called the Daisy Advertisement, by the way. And it was LBJ. Nice. Um, So um, talking about the caravan, and it starts with some person who's being convicted for killing cops, and he is an, an immigrant, as the ad says. I don't know if that's actually true or not. Mm-hmm. um and he says I'm going to get out and I'm going to kill more cops my only regret is that it didn't kill more cops and it's other it's intercutting this with like people trying to bust through gates and it says like the democrats let him in who will they let in next and it ends with Trump keep America safe again um so i th- yeah i i mean you can't arrest Trump for things, but there, there's a, there's a big gulf between, like legally culpable, and culpable. Right. Like,
1: isn't there definitely things against? i um, actually, I don't know. I know there are things against inciting a panic, right? Yep. But are there things against like fear mongering and like? Um. Maybe. Because that's essentially what he's doing, right? Uh,
0: yeah, and, and it depends on it depends on what you, th- how, yeah, it, ter- it depends on how you interpret like the shouting fire in a theater rulings on the First Amendment.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um, wh- which actually gets into a conversation about um, violence in words, which I I think is interesting. But to, to stay on the caravan for a second, I the the shooter on Saturday like mentions the caravan in a a gab he sent right before he went and shot everyone so mm-hmm. yeah i don't I don't think Trump is legally culpable, but i I think it's impossible to argue that the the rhetoric and yeah fear mongering that he's using. Incites people to think they think violence is the only recourse, Mm -hmm. right? Like, invasion is the most popular use word used to describe the caravan of people fleeing for asylum, right? And and so, like, what do you do with invasions? You send the military to stop them, which is what Trump is saying he's going to do. So, yeah, I I. I think things are bad and lots of people are misusing their ability to talk to people to incite people to to do bad things.
1: Yeah. And I think
0: yeah, I don't know. There's
1: a lot of frustrating things about it, but like the most frustrating—well, I don't know. I'm not gonna say the most frustrating thing, but one really frustrating thing is, is that I know for a fact that Trump does what he's doing, um, and and that like makes it even more frustrating to me because he knows exactly what he's doing and like ha like. Mm. How do you continue to do stuff like that when you know that the things that you have said have caused the death of people?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I don't know how today he releases that ad. I don't know. After what happens this Saturday. But, so I was reading, to stick to my 60s, things seem like a mess vibe. I mm-hmm. found a collection of sermons by Martin Luther King Jr. at the book sale this week. Mm-hmm. And I read this remarkable one. Um, called A Tough Mind and a Tender Heart, which is talking about Jesus' command to his disciples to be uh, shrewd as snakes and um, gentle as doves. Mm-hmm. And so he, man, Martin Luther King Jr. is ridiculously well read. His sermons are excellent, by the way. Like, you should read them. Mm-hmm. Um, but he quotes uh, Mein Kampf by Hitler. And it's, it's a, it's like a, it's an amazingly relevant quote. He says, by means of shrewd lies, unremittingly repeated, it is possible to make people believe that heaven is hell, and hell heaven. So, which was, in itself is a fascinating statement, because he's, like, he's paraphrasing Satan from Paradise Lost, uh, which, bold call, Hitler. Um... (laughs) And it's like, and he said that before he killed as many people as he did. So anyway, right? I I think it's just a a really pressing quote for today because, and I think I don't really want to say both sides, but I I think like everyone's trying to convince everyone they're living in hell. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's true. like. Yeah, not only
1: that, but they have the keys to heaven.
0: Yeah. So, it, I'm, I'm thinking about the, the caravan, right? And the reason that people are coming to America is because America's great and things are bad where they live. Mm-hmm. Like, people are coming here not because they want to take over our country. It's because America's awesome. Right, and we have money, we have jobs, mm-hmm. like employment's. We're we're at what peak employment right now? Um, like everyone who wants a job in America has a job, according to whoever publishes statistics about those things. Like America's, we're we're doing we're doing good, right? Um, like crime is down. Be, like, any way you slice it things are going pretty well right now. Except, like, prosperity-wise, not in terms of, like, social cohesion. Right, right, right. Um, so, I, I... It's... Yeah, I, it's lying to portray these people as coming to destroy our lives. And I think it's also lying to say that this is the worst that America's ever been... And look at how tense things are. Like, it's true that things are tense and things have been bad in the past. But, think, like, things have gotten better. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it's not the 60s. Like, even right. if it seems like the 60s, there's not, you know, de facto, or, like, de jure segregation. There might be de facto segregation or whatever, but it's, it's not the law. Things have been improving. Uh, so, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say, just, let's appreciate what we have, and help other people who also want to be a part of that.
1: And I think, like, just, just, uh, I think the biggest thing is you, you have to understand the full story. Like, no matter who you're getting your information from on any topic well I don't know I'm I'm gonna make a blanket statement but great who knows if it's true no matter who you're getting information on on any topic you need to make sure that you're getting information about that topic from somewhere else otherwise that that person has like completely control over what you believe and how you handle that information mm-hmm. Um so i don't i don't know like i think it's just really important to not take one side of thing and just think that that is truth and then move on um because it, it puts you in a spot where you may believe anything that you hear even if it's not the truth Maybe that sounds obvious, but I, I I feel like there's a lot of people that don't they're that are susceptible to that.
0: I mean, I I think that's like everyone's susceptible to that.
1: Right. But yeah, I I just think it's a. I think that's how a lot of problems persist. Is is you you only see one side of it and you are so it's like yeah okay it's fine because I only see this one side of it or it's not fine and so we need to do something about it where as the opposite could be true Mm -hmm.
0: so yeah I think a lot about words and probably in like crazy and bizarre ways uh So, I've been thinking about things in terms of people being wizards. And I don't know if this makes any sense at all to not to non me, but I I think it's a it's an interesting way to look at the world. Um I I read a, a fun article today called "Sarmon's Problem" I th- nice. or something like that. Or, like, Saruman's power, and it talked about uh, Gandalf as being the ultimate never trumper. It was They didn't say that outright, but kind of. They were, they were saying, like, oh, let's be part of this wave, and then we can control it. And he's like, hey, that's exactly what Saruman said when he was pitching let's join Sauron to Gandalf mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: it's uh, he's you know picking his analogies unfavorably uh, but I had I thought it was I thought it was fun and anyway well, uh, that gets me to my point and I want to talk explain your
1: that. wizard thought because it does make sense I want to talk about Saruman
0: um, and so for for some reason the the really postmodern belief that narrative is truth has has completely taken over just the political landscape of the past three years Um, and, and like the craziest thing about it is people actually like people go on the news and say like it's not they offered alternative facts Rudy Giuliani he has spoken the most truth it recent like Rudy Giuliani lies all the time but then he'll say just amazing things like Oh yeah, we're saying this to discredit Mueller, so representatives are afraid to impeach him because they'll lose the next election. He said that on TV. Or (laughs) he said, like, uh, I I, I think he was talking to Jake Tapper, and he's like, truth isn't truth. He said that on TV, and I'm just like, wow, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, uh, Anyway, back to wizards. So, if narrative is the truth, like, the if narrative is reality, mm-hmm. then I don't know how everyone's not wizards, which may sound ridiculous, but hear me out. So, if, if I have a, like, powerful enough voice to change what the narrative is, that changes real reality. So, like, the things that I say changes people's real reality. And I don't know how that doesn't make me a wizard. Um so
1: because because wizards use their voice to make incantations which change
0: reality. Right. Yeah, and like that makes you a wizard and everyone right. a wizard. And Trump is like so so in my mind Trump is like the most powerful wizard we have seen for a long time, uh, which, is, which is just a, a crazy way to see it, but I, th- I think it helps explain things a lot,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, especially looking at the confrontation of Theoden and Saruman. So Saruman, his army has been defeated by um, Theoden and uh, Elkbrand at, or, I forget what his name actually is, at, um, at Helm's Deep. And the Ents have swamped Isengard, and so Theoden goes to confront Saruman, and Gandalf is very worried because Saruman can still speak. This is like an ongoing motif for this confrontation and then the scourging of the Shire. like Mm -hmm. Saruman still has his voice, and that's what gives him power. Uh, So Gandalf is very worried about this confrontation between Saruman and Théoden, especially because Théoden has already been corrupted by Saruman in the past. Mm -hmm. So what happens is Théoden is, like, trying, like, working his magic, trying to convince Théoden that he's really a helpful person and he's been captured by these wood demons, which is Mm -hmm. not a a bad argument, Saruman. But then Théoden just, like, ignores him and says, like, no... This is what really happened. You killed my son. You tried to kill me with a bunch of uruk No. You're getting locked up here forever. And it's just like, wow. Hero moment for Thaden. Like, you thought his hero moment was he's defeated those people in hell. No. It's when he st- stands up to Saruman and says, no, this is what really happened. I'm not going to be swayed by you. So I, I think going back to the, the Martin Luther King speech, um... Tough-mindedness and tender hearts is what he says that we need, and I, I think that's a, hmm. like the perfect thing that we we need. We need to be tough-minded and not um, just acquiesce to people trying to to shape what your life is by saying this is what's happening. No, hmm. look at things. Be shrewd, um, and say, is this what's really going on? Find out information and make judgments, um, but we also need to be tender hearted mm-hmm. or else we're just cold calculating people who don't care about people who are coming from the border or like pivot from shooting to okay, how can we go back to winning the midterms mm-hmm. um, or shooting to let's try to uh, accomplish goals so we mm-hmm. we need we need that tough mindedness to know where we stand and know what we stand on but the tender heartedness to be empathetic and s- yeah empathize with with the world around us
1: that's good that's really
0: good I like it thanks Martin Luther King Jr
1: mm-hmm mm-hmm Good. I'm glad we got Martin Luther in this episode because this is pretty close to the Not the right
0: Martin Luther, but...
1: He's named after that one, yeah. so it works out. Honestly, I think we should wrap it up there because I don't think we're going to say anything better Great.
0: than that. Read, read the sermon. It's awesome. It, it's like...
1: Which one is it? What's it
0: called? Uh, tender Heart and... Er, toughness of Mind and Tenderness of Heart. I like it. And So... Like I feel well read most of the time, but then I read Martin Luther King Jr. and I'm like, this guy's quoting Hegel in his sermons. Like, like, what, what, what is the church like that he's at? <laughs> and it's just like, it. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: All right, I like it. What again? What is it? Shrewd mind. It's not shrewd mind. No, uh,
0: tender. Or toughness
1: of Mind and Tenderness toughness of Heart. Toughness of Mind and Tenderness of Heart. Toughness and
0: Tender. Okay. Well. So, now to switch gears. Adrian, you've been talking a lot about Twin Peaks in this episode.
1: I don't know if I can recommend it or not yet. <laughs> so, I finished the what first. What episode are you on? I finished the first season. And let me tell oh, you. The last episode.
0: Such a cliffhanger.
1: Well, and, like, absolutely everything possible happens in the last episode oh, of the first yeah, season. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm, like... I Honestly, if it wasn't, like, midnight, and I had to, like, do things with my life, I'm not really sure how I didn't just watch the next no, episode. No, I
0: absolutely agree. I finished season one, and I was, like, whoa, shoot, that's how you end a season of TV. My it's goodness. It's true.
1: <laughs> it, it really is true, because literally... Oh, I like literally everything happens. Several people die, other yeah. people get shot, lots of people get shot. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: Everyone is in a bad place. Yeah. And it's it's really fantastic. So I, I I keep talking to people about it because I I've talked to my roommates about it. I've talked to other people about it, just random people. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. I, I still can't land on whether or not I think it's good or not. I, I just don't know. I think, so the big problem I have with it is it's what I have now decided to call the mm-hmm. dangle the carrot in front of you type of show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they keep me watching it because I want to know how it ends and who killed, I want to know who killed Laura Palmer. Um,
0: Which is the premise of the show
1: which is the premise of the show. But I've decided that it's not as bad as some dangle the carrot in front of you shows because it it, it is more character based. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking today too if if what's his name, Kevin Fink? Uh, Agent Cooper Frost Frost the the creator of the show.
0: Oh, David Lynch.
1: David Lynch. There is a Frost who co-created Yeah, so the the, the
0: producers are for
1: i think if he had probably as much time as he wanted we would get to a point where where we're like wow this is more character based than it is Mm -hmm. story based yeah because it is heading that way and like it it already is by the end of season one it is much more character based i know more about these characters i have more thoughts and opinions about them most of them i don't like um but it is it is getting there. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to recommend it. If you like mysteries, if you like it's not as good as Stranger Things season 1. I'm I'm just going to say that. I was going to say if you like Stranger Things.
0: It's it's just as... like he throws you right into this just whirlwind of people's lives.
1: I recommend, okay, this is probably my recommendation for every single TV show, but especially a TV show like this. Definitely recommend watching it with other people, because then you can talk about it. I think I would dis- I would. I would hate this show even more if I didn't talk to people about it. Because it would just, well, I would probably talk about it anyways to people who didn't want to hear it. Which is probably the case now anyways, but... If this show was made now and just came out on Netflix and you could binge it, I don't think people would like yeah, it. I think would. people Absolutely people would like. watch the first episode and be like the first two episodes and be like this is dumb. I'm done. Um so the key is you got to talk to people about it because otherwise you're just going to be like this is stupid. Why am I even watching this?
0: Michael's um, a
1: fan. What?
0: Michael's a fan.
1: That doesn't surprise
0: me. No, yeah.
1: Um so, yeah, I, I, th- that should be my recommendation. Watch TV with other people so you can talk to them about it. That's like a throwback to the second episode. Yeah, so if you absolutely. want to hear more about my thoughts about that, just go listen to the ep- second episode of this yeah. podcast. Um, what other recommendations do I have? I, I will. Another recommendation I have, which kind of maybe is negated by the fact that I've already given another recommendation, is, is nothing. Hmm. Um, so, for instance... Um, as I was driving To visit Austin on Saturday uh, I was driving through Northern Vermont Which was absolutely stunning Even despite the fact that it was cloudy And I do not I'm not good at this But I decided I'm not going to listen to anything right now So I just turned off my music and stuff And put my phone hidden away And just kind of was driving. And let me tell you, it was great. And also probably, like, the, the reason I probably did it was because almost everything... <laughs> I felt like everything in my life was telling me to do that. I forget what all of them were. But different people in my life were telling me to do that. Um, one of John's podcasts about the Anthropocene review, he was talking about the idea of whispering. And so he was talking about how, like, the only time he is like ever heard God is through a soft whisper and he it he was talking about the scripture in mm-hmm. Isaiah is that Isaiah uh
0: no I think you're thinking of first Kings
1: yes um and then there were a few 17. other things there were a couple other things that were also in like media or music or oh um oh I remember oh some more things um 20, I was listening to a bunch of 21 Pilots, and like one of my favorite songs is Car Radio, which we've probably talked about how, I think that a lot of people don't understand it, but he's talking about how his car radio is gone, so now he's forced to sit in silence, mm-hmm. and because he's sitting in silence, he's forced to think, and he's forced to think about things that are going on in his life, and I would say he's forced to listen to God. Um, and then, another thing that I forgot to talk about when I was talking about Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, they pretty much just, in the in the books, they pretty much just always have the TV on listening to this one radio show that's on 24-7, but there are a few times in the show where it's turned off, and they find themselves in silence, and it's just terrifying to them, um, which I thought was really interesting, and was like, wow, we so often just fill ourselves with we're always consuming so obviously i'm not saying that i'm good at this thing i'm terrible at not just like consuming media constantly but i will say when i did it when i was driving on saturday it was really good and Mm -hmm. like i was able to think about things and like had some cool thoughts that we were able to talk about on this week on this past weekend and like just other things Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. potentially hear from god like that's no big deal it is a big deal uh, but I think, like, again, I need to. It's a recommendation for myself as much as anyone. But just nothing. That that would be my recommendation. Feel free to make other recommendations. I don't mean to say that as a way of not making recommendations.
0: Uh, well, uh, I I think this is kind of a good follow up to that. So uh, another book that I got at the book sale this weekend uh, was called *The Wounded Healer* by Henry Nouwen. Um, who if you ast- astute listeners to the podcast will recall that I uh, recommended The Selfless Way of Christ by Henry Nowen earlier this summer I believe. Anyway mm-hmm. uh, it was good. Uh, it definitely felt like it was written in the 70s because of talking about like LSD and love revolutions and stuff like that. Um uh, but it was it was also very good, and it was one of the the like only books that I've ever read that made me like want to be lonely, uh, which is weird. But the the way he talks about it, he said that loneliness is like the Grand Canyon. It's this massive scar in the the landscape of our lives but it has become a place of great wonder, beauty and Hmm. um, self-knowledge so he talks that that loneliness even though it's hard um, to live with seeking to fill that loneliness reminds us that we can't Mm -hmm. um, and that we need God so I was Mm -hmm. like wow this is a great book. So, it's a great book.
1: It is pretty. It is a good. It is a good second recommendation, though, too. mm
0: mm-hmm. Also, sermons by Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. I don't know if they're all as good as that that one, because that that was the first one in this one, and it well, was probably. it was excellent. Um. But, and, and <laughs> like the preface, he's so like apologetic in his preference he's like i wrote these to be spoken out loud i don't know if they're going to come across well to the eye and his his fears are misplaced
1: mhm mhm yeah he yeah the more I, I i feel like i from like we we talked about this i think in our mm-hmm. martin luther king episode but like I learned a lot about Martin Luther King Jr. in school, but I never really got a good idea of who he
0: was. And just, like, we, we would never read anything that he wrote, which makes me sound like a pretentious, go-back-to-the-primary-sources type of history person. Mm-hmm. Like, the things that he writes are amazing and, like, give you a better idea of what was actually going on than secondary sources, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, so, so a video that I watched, a video essay that I watched, uh, talked about how Martin Luther King Jr. composes speeches, and it talks about the, the way he'll s- say something that's really, like, literary and elevated... And then follow it up with a restatement of that in a very simple, down-to-earth way. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing reading this. It's like, man, he like he he'll talk about Hegel, but then still somehow feel like just like a kind man who's you just ran into at the local farmers market or something. Mm -hmm. It's like. Mm I have no idea how you're doing this, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, they're great, so. Hmm.
1: Well, there you have it, have it, capping off our one-year birthday celebration. Yeah, bring
0: it back around to Martin Luther's, oh, we talked about social media that time, yeah,
1: Yeah, we so
0: didn't bring media. it back to social media, but that's okay, we don't need to do that.
1: If we bring it back to Martin Luther, I think that's that's probably better.
0: That's more important.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us if you've been here for a year. I don't really know. If
0: you have been, hats off.
1: Yeah. Let us know because... Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's mainly just probably our family. But there. I will say, welcome to all the new listeners that have joined us over the past year yeah because it was just our family it It was just our family and now we have more people so let us know what you think let us know if you think that we're good think that we're just the worst you still listen to us so i guess you're not don't think that we're that bad
0: the hate listening or watching is a thing though so if you are hate listening to us tell us that too i I would actually be very intrigued if you were if you hate listen to us because i think that would just be fascinating
1: yeah, and keep letting us know, too, if you have anything that you want us to talk about. Because maybe we'll talk about it. I'm not going to make any promises, but...
0: Right, uh, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to talk about rap beefs and Kanye and Taylor Swift. But other things distracted my attention, so...
1: I think that's fair. I think these things are more important than rap beefs. I agree. I think almost anything is more important, but I could be wrong.
0: I don't know. Just, just wait. I'll, well, I'll tie it in.
1: There you go. There's our, there's your teaser. teaser. Maybe we'll see it next week. Maybe not. Who knows?
0: Don't forget but, to like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> we are on iTunes and <laughs> Google back to Play. Social media.
1: There we go. Let's end this before it continues to go downhill. Yep. See you next week.